Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Here's for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how is it going? I think you know very well how it's going for me, Connor. <laughs> So if anyone doesn't Connor. know, Sean <laughs> so. decided that we I got on the phone today and we just do this call and sometimes I say hello, he says hello, and then we tell each other about our day before doing the show. Cause weirdly we talk off mic as well. It's weird. We're losing <laughs> money weird. when you take It's like it we're friends or something. <laughs> it's like we're friends. But when I came on the call, I was to tell Sean, oh, there was a bit of mould and I'm after spraying some mould blaster and I got rid of it. But I was like, haha, funny joke, I might have inhaled some of the fumes. What if I'm a bit weird and get a headache? And he came back with this, Sean. So I was using an airbrush before the show, <laughs> painting some models and such. Uh, and I accidentally think I huffed a whole bunch of solvents by mistake. <laughs> so. Accidentally is in quotation marks. Because what happens, it comes in like a can and you have to screw it onto the can. And I screwed yeah. it on and it just started fucking gushing air everywhere. <laughs> and why did you put it up your nostril? Oh, I thought it was the logic. That's where air goes, Connor. I thought it was <laughs> the best place Air to goes in. Brain works better. <laughs> brain works at top-notch speed. So if I say anything that is very out of character for me today, I think you all know why. <laughs> so if he says something funny... And it's out of character. We're all going to be aware of what we're done. But Sean, Blame the fumes. This, this might be our one funny week. <laughs> Fingers <laughs> crossed. Um, so, Sean, what do we? Well, this is weird news. What do we do here? You have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world, and you're about to read them all out to me, a man who avoids uh, weird news for, for and clean of his- air. And, and clean air. I was thinking about this. I avoid weird news for six-sevenths of my life. 
Because today is the only day that I hear about it in the week. That that is true, actually. That is pretty true, because any other time you are banned from finding out any weird news stories, which is tough when you're on Twitter. But, Sean, (laughs) what I will say is this week, there's a lot of Florida man. Right, okay. Has Florida Mm. man been up to his usual antics? I think this is the most Florida man heavy show we've had in maybe over a year, year and a half. God, what would have happened a year ago, Connor, to cause a downturn in weird news? (laughs) Florida man was the first to go, if we're honest. The first casualty. (laughs) But, like, he's like, nothing'll stop me. Oh, no, I was stopped. Uh, But, Sean, we're starting with Florida man because he cannot be stopped. And he will figure out a way to do mad shit for the sake of it. Because we're starting off with drunk Florida man takes karate stance at police and then flirts with door. (laughs) You could have said any word after flirts with and it would have been brilliant. (laughs) So we're starting off with this Florida man who has decided that not only did he want to make romantic relations happen between himself and the door, but when the police decided to get involved... He was going to go into karate stance. He's ready to take lives in case they get in front of his love. Yeah, now in terms of karate, I'm imagining crane kick is the stance he took up. Oh yeah, well, what other stance is there? It's the only stance in karate. It's the only stance well I know. <laughs> I'm a black belt. <laughs> Not a lot of people know that shot. Day one, this is the crane kick. Day two, here's your black belt. <laughs> Day two, picture of me shaking the guy's hand with the leaflet, smiling at the camera. <laughs> Day three, you trying to have sexual relations with a door. <laughs> it's the natural progression of life. So, Naples police arrested a drunk man who was causing a public disturbance last Thursday. According to the police department, an officer found John S. Force Paniac on 5th Avenue, making sexual gestures towards a glass door of a building. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why a glass door is funnier to me. Somehow I... <laughs> okay. It's certainly creepier if you're into doors. Like, it's like, you're just, like, creeping into the locker room, really. What's, what's the most attractive door, Connor? <laughs> Fuck, that is a question I've never considered. Yeah, like, I know. No one has ever asked a, that before. Can you trust a revolving door? She always has a few people on the go at once. You don't want to be second <laughs> fiddle to someone else. No, um, no, not at all. Uh, one of those half barn doors. Oh, half barn door. But you never know what you're going to get. You, I feel like I don't fully know them. I only know the half of, of them. They haven't fully revealed themselves. <laughs> the, um... <laughs> I so, somehow I thought this was a wood a wooden door for some maybe there was a letterbox involved who knows but <laughs> no. this man was flirting with a glass door was there someone yeah. on the other side of the glass door uh, there was um, there was more glass because it was, was a door but the on the outside and the, it was probably just a building of some kind because I mean you could see inside but he was extremely intoxicated Sean and sweating and slurring his words he repeatedly tried to ask the door out on a date and kept making lewd remarks says the report <laughs> I'm going to need a description of those <laughs> it doesn't say what the lewd remarks are but what lewd remarks can you make towards a door what time do you open uh <laughs> Good. 
You come um, here often. <laughs> do, you, do you come here often? <laughs> oh, you do. Oh, you're here the whole time. Oh, jeez, that's fairly. Oh, right. You're, yeah. you're, you're screwed to the wall. Oh, screwing. There's a joke we could have used. <laughs> I'd like to screw you. <laughs> uh, and the officer I've just comes I've got a great one. I've got a great one. Go Excellent knockers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's not a hope that this fucking pissed Florida man was sitting there going, Excellent knockers. And then he just like, gives a sly look around like, Wasn't that good, lads? Wasn't that I think good? I've nailed that, that one. On a glass door and all. On <laughs> <laughs> a glass door. <laughs> Nothing to do with knockers in any way. Just, you know, I feel like I know you. Like, I can see right through you, you know. I just feel like we're so connected. Um, while speaking with Forrest Paniak, I'm going to butcher that man's second name repeatedly, officers were contacted by an off-duty officer who had already had an encounter with the drug man previously in the day. At his front door. <laughs> This is not for you. Back away. <laughs> you messing with my daughter? No, your door. That's even worse. <laughs> Imagine being the off-duty cop and this guy. You have to deal with him twice on your day off. <laughs> he's like, he's already having a bad day. And then he finally clocks in to work. It's like, your first call out is this guy again. He's like, I thought I was done with you. I thought I was finished with you, but back you come. So, he... And... Did he successfully perform any karate moves or just take up a stance? Well, the officer said that Ford Paniak walked up to him and his family uh, during the day. He was off duty and this man just walked up to him and his family while taking a karate stance for no apparent reason. My God, he's a tactical genius. <laughs> so he walks up to this off-duty police officer and immediately crane kick stance. Immediately. That is the most threatening stance to take, unprovoked. To just walk <laughs> up to someone and crane kick stance. You don't even have to say, oh, I'm going to fight you. It's implied in the crane. The crane has told us shit's about to go down. The crane is famously the most violent animal. Most violent. So when he, the officer and his family tried to walk away, the for his na- Paniak followed, being aggressive. He is said to have told the officer if he could answer his riddle, he wouldn't eviscerate him. <laughs> when is a door not a door? <laughs> when it's my wife. Ha <laughs> ha! I've got you there, officer. No, um, I just love the idea that like, this guy's out with his family. He's like, come along, kids. He's just a crazy guy on drugs. And he's just like, he's trying to keep the crane kick stance, but like, hopping after him. Just like, answer my riddles tree or you will be eviscerated, sir. Do not walk away from me. I would oh, I would love if he had three riddles prepared for just such an occasion. But I would also <laughs> like to know... Because if the officer had said, okay, what's the riddle? That guy would have had to think up a riddle on the spot. <laughs> you know it would have been like a really common one, like what gets wetter as it dries? Uh, the sand. Oh, shit. No. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> the opposite. It's the towel, Sean. But it's just like, I bet he pull out a Christmas ca- cracker or something. Oh, I've got a good one here. Just be- I bet there's a good one in here. <laughs> Tinselitis. <laughs> <laughs> so he tries to walk away the man is following him saying if you don't if you answer my riddle I won't eviscerate you 
which in that implies that if he doesn't answer the riddle, that will be the end of this officer. He will not only be dead, but eviscerated off the earth itself. That's it, and he'll die knowing that his family and children now knows that he's shit at riddles. <laughs> you don't want that on your resume before death. Nobody wants that. Oh. <laughs> the Most people go their whole lives assuming they're all right at riddles. But to be proved in your dying moments that you're dog shit at them. And then your family, I'm, sh- I'm assuming, disown him. I'm assuming. Oh, they're not coming like, to they, the funeral anyway. They, no, and I don't even want to look at him. He's fucking shit at riddles. Um, the officer proceeded to leave the situation while as far as Paniac was slicing his hands through tin air in an <laughs> aggressive manner. I can only assume going, what? What? <laughs> if you don't answer my riddles, you'll get eviscerated. What? Look at that. I will do that to you. Did you just let, see that hand? Let me slow it down fast. so you can see it. <laughs> you commoners don't understand karate. And I will slow it down for you. But at the same time, don't fuck with me. Now, what gets wetter as it dries, you dickhead? The, um... <laughs> I'm... I, okay, I, I just want to say, we're laughing. Probably not great experience for the kids. Unless it's the most hilarious thing they've ever seen. I think... I think there's a level of danger that sometimes gets associated with these situations. I don't know if there's danger involved in this situation. He doesn't have a knife. He has no weapon. His weapon is is himself. He's a lethal weapon on his own. And I'm not doubting that. But I'm just thinking a random guy walking up to your dad. Like, if you look back at your childhood, whoever, like, raised you or whatever. But if someone walks up to them and goes... If you don't answer my riddles, I will eviscerate you. And then goes into a crane kick. I don't know if that gives the child the impression of danger. No, I think the child thinks, that's funny what's going on <laughs> it's there. It's a weirdo. <laughs> Daddy's friend is weird. <laughs> so, uh, like, and so he, he's he been arrested at this point, shall we say. No, at this point, that was earlier in the day. Then later in the day, he's caught flirting with the door. Making lewd remarks. They found him because for Paniac they'd hidden an alleyway and jumped out at random people trying to scare them. <laughs> this man is amusing himself. <laughs> just, he's very, very much on either drugs or pissed out of his head. Or he was using an airbrush and then there was <laughs> some kind of incident with pr- compressed air. Stop, stop looking at that door. Stop looking at that door, Sean. It's I want to say it's that now. It's a good there. door, Connor. It's a, it's good, a good door. <laughs> the longer this show goes. <laughs> um, <laughs> when the EMS arrived to evaluate for his Paniac, he was aggressive towards them as well. According to law enforcement, he was using obscene language and making unreasonable noise. <laughs> what constitutes unreasonable noise? I think it's different from person to person, so I don't really know. What does constitute unreasonable noise? Some say that we're unreasonable noise, and so, to that some I would say, say that. Yeah, I was, I was hoping, I was hoping you would just take over there, and I wouldn't have to finish that sentence. <laughs> Hang on, let me try again. To that I Go say, on. thanks, Grandad. <laughs> Gob, Gob, Grandad. Um, so he was charged with disorderly intoxication and public disturbance with Sean, Florida man. That's his first stance, or that's his first stance as well. But that's his first outing of the week. He's taken karate stance and then tried to make have make love or have sex with a door. No, there's no love there. 
There's, there's no just love there. Pure animal lust. It's one man and one door just fucking going at it. <laughs> be very hard to, you know, like the door be, the door will go like off his hinges or co- open. Once it, once it comes back, it's coming back with more force. You do not want that to hit you on the way out. Or or does he? Yeah, what, mm. I don't know what the what the mm. logistics of that relationship are. Um, mm. all maybe the karate has door. made him. Maybe the karate. Oh, it's a glass door. You don't want the, the them to break. Oh no! No, oh, God, you don't. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so that's Florida man's his first trip of the week, Sean. Um, now he will pop up a lot more throughout the, throughout the show. But that is the start of it, Sean. But we need to move on because this weekend, or last week, I sh- weekend I should say, was Valentine's Day. Um, oh yeah. Now, now a lot of people they're not they're not fans of it. Some a lot of people are fans of it. A lot of people are like it's just a made up holiday. But here's the thing with Valentine's Day: is that there's some people that have exes, and they use that day to ruin their ex boyfriend or girlfriend's day because it's funnier that time. Absolutely, on a day full of, you know, meant to be about love and romance and capitalism, you just turned mm. that into a, a tale of revenge. So, at Valentine's Day what has just come and went. Many people were planning to surprise their partners. Things didn't go down well in a post-breakup revenge incident in China recently, however. A woman in Shandong, China, decided to pour out her hatred as food delivery rider fulfills woman's request to splash milk tea on her ex. <laughs> oh, is milk tea hot? I think it's a little hot, yeah. That's probably assault, right? <laughs> I think so. I think it is. But this is a truly bizarre story of, like, a woman scorned. And I felt like it needed to be included because it was Valentine's Day at the weekend. And maybe a lot of us were all having a great time. Regardless of if you have someone, maybe you're just hanging out by yourself. Who cares? But this woman... established you spent it in a corner, didn't you? Isn't that what we said I spent it week? crying in a corner. That's what I spend every year. But... I just was thinking, this woman must be true. Like, she must hate her ex so much. Because the extent to which she organised this assault takes some beating. Because she ordered milk tea and asked the delivery driver, her delivery boy, to deliver the tea to her ex by splashing it in his face. Surprisingly, Sean, the delivery rider complied with the daring request. (laughs) That's a... That is commitment to the job, isn't it? <laughs> like a food delivery job. Like, we've all been in a job that we're like, yeah, this is grand, we're doing it. But I think if you if you read that delivery, you'd say, surely she's gotten that wrong. Well, no, see, because it's that's such a specific... Like, that's not a typo. Like, that is a very specific, I want you to target this individual and throw this tea in their oh, face. Oh, she specifically says to target him now in the next paragraph, Sean, because the food delivery rider wearing the yellow uniform and helmet, and um, you can see the video, he can be seen splashing the milk tea on the confused man. <laughs> and, so nowhere he, for this he walks up to this man, right? And he's just a delivery guy. And he has a cup of tea and he, like, pour, throws it on the guy's face, right? And the guy is obviously 
very confused as to what's happening. But while he's freaking out, the delivery boy also hands him the receipt of the order. <laughs> so no. he's like getting splashed, and then he looks down and he's like, What am I receiving? <laughs> it's insult to injury. <laughs> Sorry, just could you sign this? That'd be great. Uh, and the tape as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, wait, wait. This one, I, I mean, I guess if in a tale of revenge, you're not really being considerate, but mm. she just ordered this tea and said, oh, cash on delivery. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was having the receipt of the order he received from the woman. So maybe it was paid for, it's just a receipt. And so, okay, for tax purposes. Uh, for tax, in case he wants to put it in, in case, like, you don't want to rip off the government shot. So, as for a report, the rem- in the remark section of the order, so they have a remark section within the order, the woman had instructed specifically, no need to be nice to the scumbag, just splash the drink on his face. <laughs> so, she was getting ahead of it there, because she thought, oh, maybe... I, like they'll fulfil the request, but they'll say, "Sorry, this is happening. I have to do mm. this." Yeah, and and so she's filled out the the report and been like, "No need to be nice to the fucking dickhead. He's an absolute scumbag. Splash the drink on his face. No second thoughts. Don't Just even fucking think about. Don't consider. Just splash it. If you want, I'll leave a tip if you kick him in the balls. Just a real swift one. Yeah, five stars if you spit on him." While he's on the ground, after While being covered in tea and holding his dick. And and kick him. Kick him. <laughs> kick him. Just, just, look, assault him. Just assault him a little bit. Just a sprinkle of assault. You're the man. <laughs> um, the delivery rider then left in a hurry, after what seemed to be a brief apology to the man by handing oh, him no. a tissue. <laughs> Oh, that's worse. <laughs> so he's just like, hey, this is my job, man. I mean, I have the receipt. I have to do this. I'm really sorry. He throws the tea in his face, hands him the receipt, and then starts being like, oh, sorry, man, that's really my fault. Sorry about that. And he, like, starts giving him tissues. But, like, this is my job. But also, this this isn't my job. I'm not some kind of tea-based hitman. <laughs> I mean, if I was, I'd call myself Teabag, but I'm not. I swear I'm not. <laughs> well done. He's just, he's like, as he's saying, he's like, but that would be a cool pastime. You know what Look I mean? That would actually be pretty cool. Like, I'm not saying I'm doing it. I'm just saying the more I say it out loud, the cooler it sounded to be Teabag throwing tea on people. That's all I'm saying. That's look. I mean, I, I'm all about like you know do do your best at the job you have, but have a line somewhere, or maybe this man does have a line, and this just didn't happen to cross it. He <laughs> did because he's teabag, because he's an absolute maniac of a man. Oh, teabag, teabag has no morals. Teabag has no conscience. <laughs> teabag will kill a man. He also reportedly said to the man, as the guy is like so confused, he's soaked, he just said, sorry, I just acted based on the remarks of the customer and then ran away. (laughs) Not not an apology. That's just saying, sorry, someone told me to do it. Sorry if you're offended that I covered you in tea, but whatevs. Yeah, so, so I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings. I'm sorry for party rocking, but I'm teabag. 
I'm really sorry. Sorry, just let teabag be teabag. <laughs> so, so the heartbreaks can be in, like a bitter pill to swallow, but like I feel like this is a step too far. I, yeah, I think just better because look, it, it's been it's been a phrase going around. Um, someone living in your head rent free. <laughs> yes, that's not a spur of the moment decision to order milk tea and have it, you know, splashed in a man's face. They thought about doing that. What What would be your drink of choice if you were to order it specifically and then write, "No need to be nice to the scumbag, just splash the drink in their face." What drink would you choose? Because I don't think I choose tea. No, I would iron brew. Maybe that feels Ooh. like it'd be very sticky. Yeah, I I was gonna say like orange juice with bits. Just oh, the bits would get everywhere. The, the, the bits would get everywhere, shot, and it would just be like it wouldn't be sticky, but it wouldn't be dry. <laughs> That's true. And then if you do it in summer, you have the whole wasp thing added onto that. <sighs> oh, what about lemon juice? Oh, that feel- Oh, God help him if he like cut himself shaving or something. <laughs> oh no! Oh, the stick vinegar. I I take. Please send us in. What drink would you choose if you were to we- really weirdly try to assault someone? <laughs> Look at you trying to get engagement on the show, Connor. <laughs> I just think it's a fascinating concept. Like, she could have just done the old classic and been like, commented all of his Facebook or Twitter posts like, you're a dickhead. Nobody will ever love you. But God, that's getting very specific. <laughs> it's very... And, and like, she'll say, shut up, and it'll be 12 minutes past Thursday, and you're 16, and you're you're crying a little bit, and other than that, you're fine. And then you have gym the next day, and you're not too happy about it, John. Sorry, sorry. Um, oh. It's okay. It's all right, Connor. Yeah, right? She minute? had it coming. I, I covered her in Iron Brew. <laughs> Iron Brew... <laughs> that, that would actually be a good one to put up on the Facebook, actually. Uh, what drink would you splash all over someone for <laughs> what, revenge? What, what drink would you splash on your ex, is the question, really. That, yeah, I feel like there will be some choice answers to that. Um, so, yeah, just when you think, if you think love is in the air from this weekend, what woman decided that that was the time to strike? The perfect time to very, very specifically, but also very weirdly assault her ex-boyfriend. Did he hate milk tea or something? Maybe. Maybe he was a coffee man. Oh, maybe. <laughs> coffee. I think coffee is worse than tea in that scenario. Coffee you smells yeah. stronger. Yeah, and, and it'll get into your eyes. You don't want caffeine in your eyes. That'll go straight to your bloodstream. That's it. And then, then you're awake for years. <laughs> and then he's, he's not sleeping until next Valentine's Day until he comes up with a better plan. <laughs> it just trades back and forth and then it's a you got mail scenario where they hate each other but through mm. the actions of like the medium of delivery driver uh, they learn to love each other again <laughs> or else one of them falls in love with the delivery driver <laughs> and it's always the same poor lad who's like sorry I'm sorry but she told me specifically she wants to cover you in lemon juice and kick you in the ass <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Just like, and it's this weird throuple scenario. <laughs> um, so, Sean, we're moving on to a story of loss. Um, this is, it's, uh, I think it's a romantic story in a way, but not like romantic as in romance. I think it's romantic as in like, it's a lovable story of one man. He's lost a loved one, Sean, his uncle. And 
he decided to use his uncle's body to turn it into something else that he likes. What you know is, how it is. Is this a weekend at Bernie's scenario, Connor? It's pretty metal, says man who turned his uncle's skeleton into a guitar. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Are there pictures to this and do I want to see them? There are pictures and you should definitely watch them. This Florida man is a musician, Sean. Oh my God, he's got talent. Skeleton guitar, will that give it to me? Skeleton guitar? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Florida musician says this was the best way to honour the man who introduced him to heavy metal. So, a Florida musician says turning his late uncle's skeleton into a sick guitar was the best way to honour the man. The Tampa Florida musician who goes by the moniker Prince Midnight. (laughs) Oh my god, that's like a runescape name, I love it. Prince Midnight says he crafted the instruments out of the medically prepared remains of his Uncle Philip. <laughs> Can you just get this done? I don't know if they're going to give you the bones of your loved one. No, you're not allowed, like, just hang on to shit like that, are you? <laughs> are you allowed to keep the skeleton? I, I don't... I don't know. I don't think you should be. Because I, there's a whole bit before the skeleton where they're just rotten in your garage. Unless you pay to get the bones cut out of the body. Oh, what? Come on. I'm just saying, Connor, in the <laughs> logistics of this, time is of the essence. Yeah, you'd have to you'd have to wait a little bit. Or you'd have to make sure that like you're not burying them. Or else you do bury them and then you go back four months later and dig back up the bones. How long does it take a body to decay to just a skeleton? That's not that something like, I'm googling. That's. <laughs> I was really, when when the police asked me that, I I similarly didn't know. But look, <laughs> I wanted to find out. <laughs> but if I were to hazard a guess, I if would I, say, oh, two hundred forty-seven days. I would say about forty-six days and about sixteen hours. Seventeen hours and it's too far gone. Bones are gone. But sixteen <laughs> hours is just at the peak. The, the bones just have that slight hint of flesh to them. <laughs> you want to keep it. If you're going to move them, you need at least an hour of flesh left. That's you true, know what just I mean? for authenticity. <laughs> so, it's pretty metal to play a guitar made of a skeleton. I have to say, he told the news. Well, it's <laughs> so, more calcium, but... Prince... <laughs> Prince unveiled the... Fight. They call him Prince. Prince Midnight. Uh, Prince unveiled the final product called the Skelly Caster on his Instagram. Very good. Oh, this is why he's the prince. This is why he's our prince. Oh, and hope one day to be king. The Skelly Caster is the result of lots of bureaucratic wrangling, family skirmishes, and experimental craftsmanship, says Midnight. We're so. He, the law was involved. Yeah. Be, and did he agree this with his uncle beforehand? His uncle Philip died in a car accident in Greece in the mid-90s, Sean, at the age of 28. Per his wishes, his remains were donated to science and his skeleton was used in medical school classes there for decades. Oh my God. But then, one day... 
the sc- Midnight said that he wanted Philip's boards. <laughs> Say, no, I've waited long enough. <laughs> I want them. But he like walks into the shop and he's like, or the shop, the, the college, and he's like, I want them. What? They've been here for since like 1997. I want them. I just want them. I want them because you have them, basically. This is absolutely like... The, the, this is something from a D, like a Dungeons and Dragons plotline, where it's mm. like this haunted fucking instrument, and it plays, you know, <laughs> the secret to some magical tomb, and oh. it only plays the team song to the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It just <laughs> plays the guitar solo. It's all he learned. It's it's the most metal song there is. <laughs> to be fair, it's a pretty metal song. Or the intro to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. They're the only two songs it knows. That's all you need, though. That will get you through, like, a, a lifetime of gigging. So, no one's ever made a guitar out of a skeleton. Oh, on fu- <laughs> imagine I only played Wonderwall. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, this oh, again. This isn't cool. This, this is the worst house party we've been at ever. Like, the Skelecaster just keeps playing Wonderwall. I don't think the Skelecaster would travel very well. <laughs> you wouldn't want to drop it. No, like, you wouldn't want to smash it off an app, would you? <laughs> yeah, you'd like smash it, like, it's fine, I'll just get another one. Wait, no, I don't got another one. Oh, what other he's like eyeing up his. He's like eyeing up his other uncle. Are you feeling sick? How yeah, are you feeling... How are those ribs working out, Dave? How are those ribs? Says, Dave, I'd really, I'd really like it now. You're getting on a bit now, Dave, are you? 60, 70? Any day now, Dave, I can wait. I can fucking wait, Dave. Dave, or as he's known in the family, Duke Midnight. <laughs> Duke Midnight. No, he's Duke Midday, of course. Um, <laughs> so, uh, no one's ever made a guitar out of a skeleton. To my surprise, says Midnight. So there is a little bit of a learning curve, says Prince, Mid- Prince Midnight. I would say so, like... Looking at the pictures, it seems to be just like the neck of a guitar. I, I would I would go as far as to say bolted on to a human skeleton. Uh, <laughs> with just you a just few loose wires kicking around. You just get the guitar, a bit of blue tack, some some just some elastic bands, wrap it all up and you're away with it. It's just I don't think Surely the human skeleton is more suited to being, I don't know, a harp or something. <laughs> how, how so? I mean, you have all the ribs there. You can put string mm. in between those. Uh, I, I mean, yeah. But what if what if you made, like... You could make anything, I suppose. A xylophone? a xylophone? A xylophone is really the only option, isn't it? It's really the best one, yeah. But that's not really metal. <laughs> death metal xylophone have, have you ever seen a death metal xylophone you haven't nobody ever has no but I never saw a skeleton guitar before this Connor I, so. to be fair I've never seen a xylophone I learned all about that in my ABCs I've never once seen one have you not no I'll, I'll, fuck, I'll get you a xylophone don't you worry I, t- I think there's three things <clears throat> when you're younger that you don't see a lot of when you get older. But when I was six, I thought I'd be seeing non-stop xylophones, a yeah. lot of acid rain, and some quicksand. I thought the three of those together were going to kill me. 
I, it, what role do xylophones play in the death? Can I just? I, ask? I someone was going to play me out, Johnny. What does a xylophone sound? Ding. That. Yeah, it sounds exactly like that, Connor. Sorry, I just accidentally played a xylophone on YouTube there for a second. I just I had to turn it off. You probably noticed. Um, so cremation was not an option for the family, he said. So his mother was stuck with two options. Pay for a burial plot or continue to pay a monthly fee to store the remains. She didn't want to pay for that anymore. And then I was like, I'll take care of it, said the prince. Oh, no. <laughs> So I went through all the red tape, which is a tremendous amount of trouble, he said. (laughs) You've got to to contact the funeral home, the state department. They don't make it easy to turn your uncle into a guitar. (laughs) He he knows how ridiculous this is, doesn't he? Like, he knows this is like a bad request to do. So eventually the musician was able to get Philip remains shipped to him in Tampa. At first, he says he wasn't sure what to do with him. And then, inspired by his guitar maker friend, the idea struck. It just popped into my head. I'm going to turn Uncle Phil into a guitar. Uncle Phil. (laughs) Uncle Phil. Um, Uncle Cord, as I like to call him. And I was like, that is the best way to honour him. He would love that idea. Um, So he says that his uncle was a big fan of metal music. (laughs) That's fine. He's allowed to be a big fan of metal music. Uh, I don't think he ever had this in mind. I'm a big fan of folk punk, but I'm not turning my skull into a fucking banjo. <laughs> You'd look great in Mumford and Sons at the back. <laughs> just me and the lads, you know, out just on you, the, just, just the lads and a bone and a, and a skeleton. I'm like, ah, oh, Sean, he's dying the way he lived. He's just, he's happy. Wherever he is, he's happy. (laughs) He's scatting. (laughs) I love when he scats. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. This is a, this is a morbid conversation a bit. (laughs) Sean, what do you think of this Florida man? He decided that making the guitar was the best option. Um, and she was walking away. Sorry, he says he, the first time he told his mother, and she was like, that's a terrible idea. And as she was walking away, I was like, you think Uncle Phil would rather be a guitar or a box of bones? She threw her arms up and she just goes, probably the guitar. <laughs> Fucking Phil was weird. <laughs> She's just like, you have me there, but at the same time, it's still fucking weird. I'll tell I'm you not, that. I'm not happy about this. I want that to go on record. <laughs> Um, so he's made the guitar out also he starts talking about drilling into the vertebrae at one point I'm just like that's your uncle Phil what texture does bone have when you drill into it answer me that Connor Uh, oh I've never thought of it Um, solid but he's been around he's I mean he's been lying on a table for 20 some years so maybe not I would imagine it's somewhere in between like Plaster of Paris, and do you think it's do you think it's soft like taffy? (laughs) Got gummy bones. He's got. I certainly do. I'm hoping when I go, they just think it's a big bag of wine gums. (laughs) Just fuck, lads. Hook me onto a ceiling fan and just spin me around. 
<laughs> so he says that he's made the guitar out of his uncle's bones. What do you think of this Florida man? Is this a nice way to remember your uncle, or is this Florida man just going too far? Oh, I think it's. T- I think this is too far. Um, like I get it. He's trying to honor him. Maybe just bury him. Let the man rest. <laughs> Or, what about instead, you leave the bones, and even, like, you have his head, like, just a skull, and you bring it on tour with you, and you have him on stage just to, so he's always there with you when you're playing metal. Yeah, what you do, you fucking uh, get your tour bus, put his skull right on the front of that, he leads the tour. Yes, and he's the king, and you are the prince. Fuck it, yeah. The king is yes. dead. Long live the prince. Oh my god. How has this man not done this? I'd start again. Redo the whole thing. I'd kill him again, yeah. <laughs> Just like, by one wish, let's bring Phil back. He comes back. I'm alive. Phil, it's not looking good for you. I need to rechick my strategy here. Um, been... I'm after I get the better offer. Me, me and me and Mam aren't on good terms anymore. <laughs> she says it's apparently weird. Or whatever, what I did to your body. But I thought it was funny. I thought, and, and these are my own words, it was class. <laughs> so, so we're going to move on from Florida Man doing that to another Florida Man. And I have Florida Man with scuba goggles and suit charged with DUI after crash. What? Wait, was it an underwater crash? No, it was on the road. On the ro- on the road, but he was in... Yeah, it was on the road. But in scuba goggles and a wetsuit. Yes. Okay, explain some of this to me, please. A-, a North Carolina man was arrested on suspicion of driving under the influence in southwest Florida on Saturday after deputies found him walking near a crash with scuba goggles and a scuba hood up over his head. Okay. Bit weird. Is Arda near a large body of water at all? Uh, Florida is. He's in Florida. That's pretty much as south down in America as you can go. That's true, but is it like... Florida's not all coast-like. If he's outside of Disneyland in this ghetto, (laughs) that's a bit strange. I think anywhere other than the sea where you have scuba, scuba goggles and a suit on is too far inland. That's yeah, yeah. When it starts being weird that you're wearing a scuba suit, it starts being weird. I think the minute you leave the beach, yeah, yeah, I agree. And so I think, why, why was he wearing it? Was it protection against COVID? So this man, by the way, is John Clayton Caggy, and he's twenty eight. But he's from possibly the coolest name place we've ever had here. He's, uh, called, he's called. Hey. No, he's called Kill Devil Hills. Is where oh, he's from. That is that is way cooler than my house. The, the Kill Devil Hills, <laughs> and so he was arrested on charges of DUI alcohol or drugs and DUI damage to property, according to the sheriff's office. According to the deputies, Kagi was detained after crashing his vehicle in Punta Gorda. Deputies observed Kagu or Kagi walking near the crash site with scuba goggles and a scuba hood up over his head. Atari's had seen a scuba suit and what appeared to be a twisted tea ca- to be twisted tea cans in the car, which was abandoned with his airbags deployed. So what happened was the car crashes 
and he just gets out of the car and just be, starts walking with his scuba hood up and his scuba outfit on. I don't know if he has the flippers on. I was thinking the flippers set. would 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 slow him down, if anything. Mm. It'd be very hard to find the breaking point of the clutch for with, with flippers on. <laughs> it really it really limits your mobility there. <laughs> yeah. If you try to press the accelerator, but your toes are up like on top of the desk, or like they're just at your head. Yeah, not an ideal driving scenario, but if it works, it works. So he crashes the car, and they catch him walking away. So when they look inside the car, um, they see the rest of the scuba suit, so the bottoms and the flippers, and what appeared to be twisted tea cans, which I don't know what twisted tea is. I'm assuming it's an alcoholic beverage of some kind from America, um, which was abandoned, with airbags deployed as well. So he'd clearly crashed and decided, I'm getting out of here, back to the ocean. Back, back to my home. Mm. Yeah, so... so uh, like, it, it's a, how far was he willing to walk, do you think, in that get-up? I mean, as far as it took him back to, the, back to his home. Back to kill whatever place. Kill Devil Hills. Kill or Devil Atlantis. Hills. Or Atlantis. <laughs> so, Kagi's blood alcohol level was reported to be 0.180%, according to the sheriff's office. Drivers in Florida are considered impaired if their level is higher than 0.008%. Oh, dear. So, he was 172% higher than he was meant to be. It's not looking good for our hero, I'll be honest. <laughs> When questioned as to why he had the scuba suit, he stated that he heard that there would be bad weather this week and wanted to be prepared for anything that came his way. And a tsunami being one of them. (laughs) But even in a tsunami, if he doesn't have the flippers on, he's still... Also, he doesn't have an oxygen tank. I don't know if it's going to do him any good. No, but he's got his goggles. The goggles, they do nothing, Connor. (laughs) I think that's what he was going to have to find out the hard way. Um, He then proceeded to keep trying to walk away from the officers to the beach as the officers attempted to question him until he was finally put in handcuffs. So they keep trying to put him in handcuffs and he just keeps being like, no, I've got to make it to the beach, lads. I'm going to the beach. And Once we get back into the ocean, you have no fucking leverage. You've got nothing on me. I'm in international waters. Lit- yeah, I can't be stopped when I'm in the ocean. That's the rule. Now, unfortunately, I had to go to the grocery store to pick up some packages. So now we're all stuck here. And I had one or two gallons of beer before I left. So what? But it's Jeez. mixed with tea, so it's fine. It's mixed with tea. What is twisted tea, Sean, if you want to do a Googs? So quick Googs here. Twisted tea... Oh, first suggestion was twisted tea memes, so that's what okay. we're working with. That's good. We're uh, we're Irish. I'm sorry, we don't know what beer is. <laughs> twisted tea. It's a hard iced tea. Uh, right. g- give me a percentage here. Five uh, percent in tea. <laughs> <laughs> it's not tea, is it? It's not tea. It's mainly beer, I think. <laughs> mm. So he's he's drinking that. And he, they found many cans of that in the car as he's driving in his wetsuit, which he says he had on because there was going to be bad weather shot. Well, look, I'm all about being prepared. But there's a difference between a, a, a good winter slash spring jacket 
and a wetsuit. <laughs> I think that level of preparation we can only dream of. I, I feel like he's prepared for anything. Oh, oh yeah, he's like he's raring to go. <laughs> but should he be? No, that is pro- that's probably a good point. Um, okay, so we're going to have to move on to our next Florida man. This is like Florida man's week. This is a Florida man exclusive episode. It's one of after weird another news. this week. It's mental. Yeah, it's, it was mad. The, the more I looked at it, I was like, all of these are in Florida, which means this is a Florida man week. We never get one of these anymore. Um, so, man steals rings from one Florida girlfriend to propose to his other girlfriend, deputies say. Oh no. Oh no, not a, not at Valentine's time. <laughs> Florida man! <laughs> so, the county deputies are looking for a man who gave both women he was dating a fake name, stole from them, and took rings from one of his girlfriends to propose to his other girlfriend. And did... She say yes. So, the triangle began to unravel earlier on when when an Orange City woman realised her boyfriend was engaged to another woman who lives in Orlando. The Orange City girlfriend looked through the fiancé's Facebook page and saw she was wearing her wedding band and engagement ring from a prior marriage. The Orange City woman checked her jewellery box and discovered her old wedding rings were missing along with several other pieces of jewellery and a diamond ring according to the report. Debbie said, all in all, nearly $6,000 worth of jewellery was stolen from Fuck. one girlfriend and given to the other girlfriend. Jesus. I mean, great news for that other girlfriend. <laughs> the other girlfriend's rolling in it. It's absolutely laughing. It's making it rain in terms of jewellery, but the, <laughs> the poor person that it belongs to... Mm. Um, the Orlando fiancé also said Davis had fooled her. One day he took her to Orange City, to the Orange City girlfriend's home while that woman was, was at work and claimed that the house was his and he wanted her to move in with him into that house, which I feel is calling the double bluff almost extremely close to the wire. Oh, like, you have to be full sure of the answer on that one. Because that goes no, beyond... No, I don't really want to. It goes beyond taking a risk. That's just fucking stupid. <laughs> I wouldn't normally include Florida Man doing these things, but it is Valentine's time, and I just thought a bit of romance. This is how Florida Man shows his romantic side. That's it. We love love here on the podcast. We love love. And Florida Man loves jewellery. And look, we've all been there. You've got a fiancé in one state, and you've got a girlfriend in another area, and you're like, how do I keep fueling? I'm not going to buy two rounds of jewellery. I'm not a fucking idiot. I'm obviously going to buy them for one, wait a few weeks, steal it. Well, not steal it. I'm taking it back. Taking it back. And then give it to the other one. And then she'll lose it. And then (laughs) we just go into this whole cycle. And then I'll I'll go back to the previous one and be like, look what I found. You thought you lost it. Brownie points already in there again until she loses it again. And then I go back to the other one, vice versa, until eventually I just, you know, possibly die of exhaustion or get murdered by one of them. That's it. And then, see if you can follow me here, I faked my death. (laughs) Because I was dating a third woman and I was hardly going to buy three rounds of jewellery officer. I'm not an idiot. 
Give me some credit. <laughs> Come on. Um, so the fiance, as she said, she had fooled her. Um, so the fiance packed up her apartment apparently and was going to actually move to the house at one stage. So oh, she fuck. called his bluff and she's like, okay, I'll move in with you. And she started about and he said, to pack what? her. And she. <laughs> Just really quickly, can I make some calls? So she starts disassembling her furniture. But before she could move, Davis told her the deal on the house had fallen true. Oh. Convenient, I would say. Yeah. No, I say, oh, you know how it is. I, I mean, I told you I owned that house, but in fact, I was buying it. So oh, it I was didn't a done deal. Have it. it was so sure yeah. it was going to happen. But then I told them you were coming, and now they say they don't sell to women. I'm as, I'm as mad as you are. I think that, that is ridiculously sexist. That's a, I think while these problems still exist in our society, we shouldn't live together. <laughs> I refuse <laughs> to let these people have my money. If these have that kind of Neanderthal thoughts, if you ask me. Neanderthoughts, if you will. See what I did there, honey? <laughs> if, if you... <laughs> She's like, just go get me another fucking ring. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the woman who met, who met Davis on OK Cupid teamed up and went to detectives to provide photos in hopes of learning his true identity. He had told him, he had told her, by the way, that his name was Marcus Brown, and he had told his other fiance his name was Joe Brown. So he didn't even have the same first name, which I think is a much harder lie to believe rather than be like Marcus Brown and then Joe White or Joe Green. Yeah, but like I, I think any of this would be very hard to keep up because you would just respond to different names all the time. Because presumably he has a, a like a real name as well. His real name is Joseph L. Davis. <laughs> like, just call yourself, just be Joseph or Joe to different people. <laughs> <laughs> So he's called Joseph. He goes by Joe Brown and Marcus Brown, whichever woman he's with. He's dating both simultaneously. Valentine's Day is coming up. And so, of course, he has to rob from one to give to the other. And then he gets found out. And almost immediately, it all unravels very quickly. As is often the case with lies, Connor. If you can take anything from this episode, don't do a lie. (laughs) Don't be lying. It just... I think one is enough. I think no matter where you are in life, who you're interested in, one human should be probably enough. <laughs> that's it. Or no human. Like, that's fine as or well, no if humans. that's the way you're if, Or if, if you've you agreed with the... <laughs> sorry, if you've agreed with I the other gonna... human that there can be other humans, that's yeah. fine. But everyone that's needs to be too. on the same page. But yeah, you need to have that conversation. <laughs> Because if one thinks it's okay to have seven, and the other one's like, I'm okay with one, there's a dis- there's a difference. There's a Look, we've all done maths before, and seven this is, is our, more than one. This is our Valentine's episode where we give you love advice. <laughs> Call into the love doctors. <laughs> Imagine if our only advice was, sorry, I just have a really bad trouble with my marriage. I feel like it's falling apart. How many wives do you have? I have one. That's enough. You're absolutely fine, lad. You're Stop, on the way. You're, you're on the right track. <laughs> <laughs> and how many do you think she wants? Uh, one. Even fucking better. You're flying it now. You're fucking I set, aren't you? Why are you you're here? Right you should around be teaching the corner. this class. <laughs> we bring him in immediately as the third host. 
<laughs> just think that's how we meet. <laughs> <laughs> so, Florida man, he that's how he celebrates Valentine's Day, Sean. It's it's somehow he some he makes that holiday just immensely worse, and a holiday that should be full of happiness and love is immediately made Florida. Ah, and, and isn't it beautiful? Doesn't it ground us all? <laughs> Because we're finishing this week, Sean, though, we have, to, we have to finish on the Florida Man episode of Weird News. Because Florida Man arrested after botched golf cart heist in Fort Myers. Beautiful. I can already mm. see the setup. It's not a fast getaway. <laughs> a Lee County man is behind bars after attempting to steal a golf cart in a Fort Myers RV park. And then taking deputies for a swim in a nearby canal. Why do they always try and escape into canals? Because they take water's the worst way to escape. Yeah, because they're just going to follow you slowly and eventually catch up. <laughs> like, even if you said, like, if you're in a land of, or a piece of water inland, there's no way you're getting away. But even if you jump into the ocean, you're like, I'm going to swim across the Atlantic. Fair fucks to you, but they're not going to catch you, but you're also definitely going to die. Oh, absolutely. You are going to be swept out to sea and never be (laughs) seen again. So Jeremy Rogers, 28, was at the Sun and Fun RV park off of Palm Beach Boulevard Tuesday night when he tried stealing a resident's golf cart, but he couldn't find the exit to the park after getting into the cart. Oh, it's like a maze. how did he get in? Is the real question. Uh, he just, look, which came first, the Florida man or the golf cart? <laughs> he was born there. He he must have entered through a gate and then thought, I'll steal a golf cart. And then immediately after getting into the golf cart thinking, I have no idea how to leave these premises. I am stuck here. And I'm just For, now. I'm, now I've stolen a golf cart and have nowhere to go. Why did I drive into the maze? <laughs> oh no! Who built a hedge maze here? <laughs> In the car park. It just seems illogical. I don't understand it. It's look. It's weird. I'll grant you, but we're here now, so we may as well get over it. So after being confronted by the golf cart's owners, which implies to me that he's driving at such a slow pace that the golf cart owner is walking alongside him. Yeah, because I think they only get up to like 10 miles an hour or something like that. I don't know. So, deputies arrived and Rogers made a run for it, which I feel if you were in an automobile theft and at some point you think running will be faster, you've stolen the wrong vehicle. Yes, like, when the alternative is probably the way you got up to the vehicle to steal it, (laughs) then it's not the best getaway. No, and so he makes a run for it, because the deputies arrive, Sean, and he immediately thinks, a better plan, I don't need to leave through the front gate, because I don't know if that even exists anymore. It only exists one day a year, December 21st, the light hits the right way and you can see it. But every other time, it's only just a, it's a mirage, right? <laughs> yeah, it's very so, good reference to the solstice there, Connor. Yes! So, <laughs> you don't get too many mentions of solstice and weird you news. Don't, you yeah. know, but when you do, when you do, they're fucking good. <laughs> so, um, he decides instead of going for the gate, the, the Hydra, or Hydro, I should say, is his best bet. Maybe Hydra, but... 
Florida man decides water. He he's a great swimmer. He's he's definitely going to get away if he jumps into that lake. There's no way they could surround the lake very easily. No, a lake is the largest body of water possible, as I'm sure you know. Mm. So he immediately decides to jump into a canal under... And this is why this story's here, Sean. For these two people's names, and that is it. So these sec- these people's second name is Klaus, right? Yeah. Or Klaus. C-L-A-U-S-S. C-L-A-U-S-S. Okay. Claus, Sandy Claus. Fuck off. Lives in the. <laughs> no, don't lie to me like this. <laughs> so he jumps into the canal under Sandy Claus's house and in, in, under her boat. We're sitting right there. It's all taking place right behind our window, said Sandy Claus, whose husband is Archie Claus. <laughs> Sandy and Archie Claus. <laughs> My God. You didn't think the winter solstice gets mentioned for a reason, Sean. Because this is this time of year these two arrive. That's true. These Now we're on their turf. Do you feel like if you had a child and your second name was Klaus, would you call your daughter Sandy? No, I'd call them Lost. (laughs) (laughs) That, That just reminds me of your parents, doesn't it? I don't. <laughs> yes. Um, My original so first sit- name was Very. <laughs> Which, I mean, that's just that's just a ridiculously fun concept of an idiotic joke. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> the suspect didn't stay under the boat log after he was discovered by the deputies almost immediately because Sandy Claus, he, she knew when he was sleeping and knew when he was awake. So and knew, knew he was very was naughty. Yeah. Rogers sprung, sprung out of the canal and ran towards a different canal. <laughs> he felt safe in the canals. No one's quite sure so, why. So he's like, this canal thing isn't working. I better leave. And he gets out of one canal. He's like, I'm on the way now. I'm getting away. This is the perfect getaway. I'm I'm running. They're never going to be able to catch me. Oh, look, another piece of water. I'll leap into that. They'll never find me. They won't expect this. <laughs> they won't expect me to drown twice. <laughs> so he runs towards a different canal nearby that would lead him out of the park. He is said to have repeatedly shouted, You'll never catch me at the officers and kept repeating the phrase, Quick as the wind. Quick as the wind. <laughs> Just trying to, you know, big himself up a little bit. <laughs> You'll never catch me, officers. I'm quick as the wind. So I just like that he gets out of the canal. In my mind, he springs out of the canal. And while he, when he starts running, the officers are like on the radio like he's got into the canal. And they, he immediately sprints past them and all they hear is, quick as the wind. Like, fuck it, hell, he went so fast. Jeez, he Jeez. quick as the wind. Oh my, we'll never catch him, lads. Better go home. <laughs> There's nothing for us here, boys. We're beaten. We know enough to admit when we're beaten. And he does say you'll never catch me, so he is trying to tell them straight out what they're facing. He doesn't want to waste these men's time. Yeah. (laughs) Officers, I don't want to waste your time, because you know I'm quick as the wind. And you know I swim like an absolute demon. And you don't want to get involved in this. uh, Look, I'm quick as the wind. That's why I was stealing a golf cart earlier. (laughs) 
So that's when former Marine and seasonal RV park resident Raymond Martin jumped in. Not Ray. <laughs> Not Big Ray, the former Marine. He's so a man Big with Ray two first says, names, Connor. Yeah, that's how you know he's dangerous. I came outside just in time to see the policeman and the dog running from the canal heading this way, Martin said. Martin began following the suspect, because Martin has no fear. And the, de- the deputy and the dog um, into the canal. The policeman and the dog was latching onto this guy. I grabbed the guy and held him, Martin said, and they backed away. Held him <laughs> so under the water to, until he stopped In my moving. head, Raymond... <laughs> Raymond is six foot seven and he's built like a brick shit house and he just strolls in he's like he looks like Andrew the Giant he's like what is the <laughs> issue <laughs> how do I fix this um, all I heard so Raymond jumps in and he grabs Florida Man and all I heard was him shouting out how Tree was no fair and to take him on one at a time <laughs> <laughs> just run the gauntlet <laughs> Some kind of a Royal Rumble scenario. All he wanted was a bit of honour. If you're going to catch him, at least have fucking honour to take him on one by one. Don't call in Andre the Giant and then attack me with a dog and you come at me as well. This isn't like three on one. I want one v one. Start with the dog and I'll work my way up. Yeah, give me a fair fight. Uh, I think he'd lose to the dog though. Oh, I think absolutely. He's soaking at this stage. And I know he's quick as the wind. And he does tell that he will never catch it, but I think that dog is faster than them. That's it, and it is winter, so he's wearing all those heavy clothes. So that's <laughs> yeah. all wet now. <laughs> and Sandy Claus, she's just there. She's just involved. I think this is where Santa hides out for the rest of the year. In Florida? <laughs> yeah. I think that tracks, because, like, that's... What? Yeah, well, Santa Claus, nicest man we've ever met. Florida, that'd be the last place you'd expect him to go. you think he wouldn't be able to enter the place, but... You know, clearly he's able to every December 25th. So I think that's probably the last stop he makes. And then he just parks the sleigh in behind an alligator or something. <laughs> um, Rogers was arrested on the slew of charges shortly after the altercation in the canal. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't take him on one at a time. They were three on one and he immediately lost, which I feel was unfair to him. But he got arrested and he's gonna. they'd like to see him stay behind bars for as long as possible. And then they went back to Big Ray, the former Marine, and he said, don't do the crime if you can't pay the time. <laughs> which is not that phrase. No, you messed that up a bit, Ray, but no one's going to question you on it. <laughs> They're not, definitely not going to quote me in the newspaper saying it wrong. They'll definitely edit it, surely. Ray now has a next target. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to take down media. Just in general, just media just is coming down. Like a vague sense of media. He once Ray, he's like a homing missile. He just takes a big thing and he just blows it up. So are, Connor, are we media? Because I feel we might be in danger in that case. I don't think we're qualified as media. We have to have intelligent opinions for that. Oh, thank God. Okay. Yes. <laughs> We've been flying under that radar for too long. <laughs> the, uh, that was... What... The, what uh, that's too many Florida Man stories in one week. I hope Florida is still okay. I think what'll happen is next week Florida Man will take a week off. Yeah, because they're all in jail now. <laughs> they're all, all the ones that were going to cause hassle next week are all in jail. So maybe the rest of the world can catch up. It was just a quiet week for the rest of the world. All the weirdness seemed to centre in Florida. And, and look, that's that's the you know monkey's paw type wish that Florida made. Is that... Mm. All of the mental shit happens there, so it doesn't infect the rest of the world. 
Exactly, exactly. Um, Sean, would you like to take us out? Yes, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back on Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesdays. Big thanks goes out to all of our patrons over on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Link to that in the description if you want. Uh, special shout outs. Oh, also, just to preface it, by the way, any name that anyone puts in, I will read out. Um, so it Down gets harder and harder every week. By law, this is a contract I signed. So every week it gets harder, so I'm going to do my best to get through all of this. I used to be able to do this in one breath, and now I'm panting by the end of it. Would, but um, to be fair, that seems to be a good sign that people are very, very kind and they're supporting us over on the Patreon. And also, I think people just like to hear their name getting called out. That's true. That's true, Connor Lawler. How did that feel? <laughs> hey, that's me! Yes! <laughs> so, big thank you goes out to Waffles Williams, Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Raymond D's Nuts Ging, Roisin Halley, Ryan Evanson, Sean Sphere for a Head Jamieson, Dominic, Josiah Florida Gal Green, Anna Aspiring Sharkfoot Helm Roos, <laughs> fuck's sake, <laughs> Richard got me again, <laughs> Little <laughs> Dicky. <laughs> Little Dicky called the 1-800 number to vote if he survives McGrew. <laughs> and Luke Hothoff podcast. Oh, I should say Waffles told us to change his name um, to Waffles insert something funny here, Williams. Uh, Waffles insert something funny here, Williams. That's yes. going on the Google Doc right now. <laughs> mm. So that, that is all of our lovely, lovely patrons who uh, every single month they... They can either just give $2 and they get their name shout out with the show or the description. And if they give $5, they get all these whole host of extra movie reviews. If you want to head over there. We, movie reviews? We're not, we don't just talk weird news. We talk movie stuff too. My God, you like stuff, right? I like right. stuff. Do you like stuff? <laughs> I, nah, I'm indifferent to it, honestly. Nah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Uh, but also in the description there is all of our social media links if you guys want to check those out and link to the email address here's for hire underscore at outlook.com um, also check out the merch store if you want some here's for hire merch but other than that 50% off at the better what that's yeah, ridiculous 50% off at the better yeah My it's God. another deal another deal I love a deal <laughs> um, but other than that the best way to support the show is by telling one human being that we exist just a one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean Meehan. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye bye. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.